Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Well, hello, beloveds. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Really Riley Podcast, my little corner of the world where I talk about the smorgasbord of shit that goes on in my life. And this one is just that. It's a bit of a smorgasbord because I'm going to talk a little bit of Scandival update because I haven't talked about that in a minute and some other bravoness. And I also have my co-pilot today is my husband, Marshall, who's already messing with my equipment. Good in here. But I am going to do my best not to uh, bicker with Marshall. My best. I, did, I promise nothing because a lot of you guys said you don't like it when I yell at Marshall. So I'm going to at least keep my tone with you to a minimum for now <laughs> what some people said like oh well, we don't like it when you yell at marshall and i'm like y'all are you even married if you don't yell every once and again it's part of marriage it thank you but i mean it's also just not part of marriage most of the time to be airing it out there in front of whatever hundred thousand whatever whatever my listenership is right now um so we'll get into it. And Marshall, like, I feel like you could give like some insight about stuff because most of this is about like marriage or long-term relationships falling apart. And you've heard enough of the podcast and heard enough about me projecting after I watch Bravo about this relationship stuff. So first I want to talk about Scandaball. So season 11, I think it is, um, of Vanderpump Rules is already in the works. They're already filming. And supposedly Raquel, who changed her name like for the show or for show business has gone back to Rachel. She, what is that funny? Yeah. She went to a mental health facility for the last couple of months, which nobody's laughing at that. Like good for her. If she's trying to get her mental health in check, cause we're both very, very like pro mental health. And for her to be able to do what she did to her best friend and all of that stuff, you did need a little bit of an evaluation. I feel like, yeah. Um, it's, it, it's different. I'll use that word to me though, that she went there for trauma, but I'm like, Weren't you the one inflicting trauma on anybody? Anyway, I digress. Let me not. Um, but apparently her and Tom already broke up one. And she's going back to her given name, which is Rachel. Side note, if y'all don't know, my real name is Raquel. So I was like, girl, get off my name. I was happy about that. Um, but don't you think that would be weird if her and Sandoval are still together for her to all of a sudden look at him and be like, no, you need to call me Rachel now. I mean, like, what would you say if all of a sudden I looked at you and I was like, because Marshall never calls me like Riley. He's never called me that. Like, I would be weirded out if you ever did. I think even on our first date, you never did. Oh. And it's either it's baby all the time or Raquel when you're mad at me, you're trying to get my attention. It's really not like nobody really calls me Raquel anymore except for my mom. It's like whenever I hear my name is Raquel, it's always like in anger or something like that. Or I've done like, like scolding me. But wouldn't that be weird if I looked at you and I'm like, I'm going by Riley now and that's it. Like, well, no, I'm going to call you. <laughs> right. Like what, this is going to sound weird, but just like, what are they, what, what's going to call her Rachel in bed after he's been saying Raquel this whole time? I mean, re weird, right? Yeah. So anyways, will be the whole cast of Vanderpump Rules is, was filming in Lake Tahoe. And apparently Sheena Shea is getting a lot of flack because she was hanging out with, with, with Tom Sandoval. Like she posted a picture where it was everybody together and she was like next to him and had her arm around the back of his, you know, like a, Hey, you know, taking a picture that to me sounded like shady boots a little bit because she was very much like. I can't talk to you ever again. I can't be around you. I want nothing to do with you because of what you've done. And the same for Rachel, Raquel, whatever. And then she went and defended it on Instagram saying like, look, I don't know if you guys know this, but we're filming a show and it was somebody's birthday that we were. So what we're supposed to say, like, no, absolutely not. I won't take a picture with you. Well, yeah, because that's the tune you've been singing the whole time. And especially because Ariana, your best friend, wasn't there. It just seems very opportunistic to me with Sheena. And side note, I listened to her podcast, Shenanigans or Shenanigans or whatever the hell it is. Shena Shenanigans, I think. She's actually really good. Like side note, and you know I don't say that about podcasters, babe. No. Like I usually like I'm I get annoyed when pseudo celebrities do podcasting because it actually is an art. It really is. But she went to school for broadcasting. I didn't know that. And you can tell by the way she does her spots, those are called commercials in radio podcasting world, that she's actually pretty good. So I'm just sort of like, okay. You kind of two-faced there, Boothang, but it's, I'm... It's bravo. I don't care. <laughs> that's what... You want to at that's least... The whole... You want to at least pretend like it's 
reality and there's some sort of loyalty there. But it's reality in the sense it's bravo. Right. <laughs> but there ain't nothing wrong with that. Like, <laughs> baby, don't take away one of your, your notches as like you being a good egg. Because that was always a good egg moment for you that you would watch Bravo with me. I'm not saying I won't watch it. I'm just saying like that's the reality of it. It's Bravo. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is one of those moments where I would yell at Marshall, but I'm not going to. I have my Howlite crystal and my amethyst right here. I am very zen right now. Um, but yeah, so I can't wait for that season to come back out. And supposedly Sandoval got into it with Lisa Vanderpump, babe. <laughs> You're looking at me like, oh, you know who Lisa Vanderpump is though. She's the grand dame. You know who she is, yes? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can't be fighting with the grand dame. The damn fucking show is named after her, for goodness sakes. But some people are saying, like, they might have an out for her because, like, Pump has actually closed down. Like, that restaurant's not there anymore, nor, like, have any of the cast members except for Rachel Raquel worked there in years. They're all grown-ups except for a few people. Um, but I'm excited about all of that. Um, and Dan, you know who these people are, too, Kyle Richards and Mauricio? No. What? I've told you. Paris Hilton's aunt. Oh. And she's married to the Mexican dude with the real estate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, you know. They are, there was rumors that they were splitting after 28 years of marriage. 28 years of marriage and three kids together, one before that, you know, Kyle had. And I haven't honestly done my research on the whole whys and whatever. Supposedly it was because Kyle was having a lesbian affair with a younger influence or somebody like 30 years younger than she is. Everyone's saying that's not true. Like Kyle's lost a lot of weight. She's looking really, really good. And some people say like when you do that and you get your fitness in check, you have a midlife crisis and you want to leave your marriage. I don't see it happening. Erica Jane, you remember who she is, right? the one with all the Tom Girardi drama or whatever. So she's coming out saying they're not splitting. They had some hard times. You're going to see it all in the show. I feel like Bravo has honed in on this whole couples that you thought would never split, like splitting thing and making a big thing of it. Because just recently Kim Zolciak Beerman and Croy Beerman, you know, these guys, right? Don't be tardy for the party. The football player and the blonde. Yeah, I remember you showing me, though. You watched it with me. Well, they were going to divorce, and then there was this whole fucking drama. And my husband's a cop, if you don't know, so you can imagine how annoying this is. There's this whole drama that she was calling 911 regularly for things that you could call the non-emergency number for, or, you know, like, he actually called 911 on her because she wouldn't get out of the bathroom and he wanted to take a shower. Like, can you imagine? Like, that's a whole nother thing that I don't know that I want to let you get into right now, being that it's your profession. But I don't think you'd be on, want to be on the other side of that call if Marshall answered the phone for that one. Did you ever do that, by the way? No, those are dispatchers. Right, but did you ever, like, desk work? No. Like, where you had to answer just calls and things? No, I mean, like, you do when I was like light duty, like at the station, like station calls and stuff. Okay. Like, so that's when people just call the non-emergency number. No, like at like the non-emergency and then 911 is all dispatchers. Right. Like if they actually call like that specific police station. Are they police officers or just people that work there? Um, they're civilians. I don't know what that means. Like they're, they're, they're non-police officer status. Like okay. they're just, so they work for the government, but they're yeah. not, they don't yeah, have the badge. They're just Gotcha. So yeah, that was ridiculous. But they're getting back together now. Now they said that they've called it off. And I'm like, hmm. And supposedly Kim's going back to Bravo. So, hmm. But all in all, I'm very excited about that. I kind of, I was really sad to see them splitting because of the fact that they've been together. I think it's, they've been married like 11 years together for like 14, 13, 12. I don't know, whatever. He adopted her children. They have four other kids together. So six in total. I feel like if you're married, not that you ever want a marriage to fail or would want to get out of one or not, I would never condone that. No, I'm not condone that. Let me not say that. I'm not, I, I believe in divorce if people are miserable. But after that long, wouldn't you want to just figure out a way to make it work? If, if it's not something that's like, you know, nobody's hurting each other or, you know, there's like abuse or anything like that. Like, wouldn't you want to just figure it out? Well, yeah, but it's like, who knows what's actually going on there? Because it's True. like you have their real life and then whatever Bravo shows and everything in between. So, you know. I mean, yes and no, because yes, you're right. But like, 
I am not a celebrity in any way, shape or form, but you could almost say like the same could be said for us, you know, like we're not divorcing. I'm not saying that it's like you see most of the truth. How do I put this? It's not like I was going to say you see most of the truth. Then it seems like I'm lying. You see almost everything with us in a sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, but I'm really Riley. Everything is just out there for the most part. But I think that there is going to be a lot of like heavier hitting Bravo shows in the relationship area of things because Scandaval has set it up that way now that if you're watching stuff, like I'm watching Real Housewives of OC and Tamara's back. Love Tamara. She's been gone for like two, three years and it was, it was boring. What are you laughing at me for? She's like my spirit animal, Tamara. Like she's almost 50 something. I don't know. She's 50 something. And she literally looks amazing. She's the one with Eddie that they own a gym, cut fitness. And he was like, what are you looking at me like that for? What? You're waiting for, you're waiting for me to get over this problem business. But like she's back, but it's boring. Like everything else in the show is like, because as compared to Scandaval, that was this big worldwide, like people that didn't know shit about Bravo knew about this story. So I think that's what Bravo is trying to go towards. But back to the Kyle and Mauricio thing, 28 years. I mean, that's more than half our lives. And like everything that they've been through because they were not rich people, even though she's a Hilton or what, you know, was. And they've been through the gamut of things. And I feel like, is there ever a good time to get a divorce? No. But for me, at least there would be like no starting over like that, like ever, ever with you. But you know, like if that's a, I don't know. I mean, you, like you, we are going to be married till the end of time. Let's hope. What are you looking at me like that for? What? Well, you yeah, are very I much. Mean, I, I, I'd hope so. <laughs> not every man thinks that way. You know, some people have some men and women have starter wives and starter spouses. It's not outlandish to think like people in our family in your family, whatever, like have second marriages. So what happens? I mean, I got married at the last second that I possibly probably could at 40. No, I'm joking, but I right now think of us, especially have gone through a lot of really hard times. Mm-hmm. So it would be unfair to say that we haven't had our rocky ass moments. I'd be lying through my motherfucking teeth if I said there weren't some moments where I'm like, damn, this is fucking hard. Because, and everybody always makes fun of me because we had the dream wedding and I wanted to get married since I was a little kid. Oh, you can't possibly hate anything about marriage. I don't hate anything about marriage, but there's some shit that annoys me. Well, I mean, I think that's anything in life, you know? it's. But yet when you're in the public eye, it's supposed to not be that way. But for, for who exactly? You know what I mean? Like, well, for anybody, it's like anytime some big celebrity couple breaks up, it's like, how could they? Like, I always go back to the Nick and Jessica factor, Nick can, uh, Nick Cannon, um, Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. It's like when they broke up, they were only married for like two years. That's, you know, really not a long ass time. And they were together, I think for like six total, but yet we still talk about them and everybody always refers back to that. I think that oh my God, just the, the lifetimes that they've lived in 28 years. Like he has a multi-million dollar business. Like he employs million dollar brokers. They have like a Netflix show off of him. She, you know, all of this empire that they put together. What is better than that? Like there's no grass is greener on the other side to me with well, that. But see that, like, that's, that's part of it though. What? Is that like, that's not happiness. I know. That's not like fulfillment but and the like, fulfillment of them being a team is what i'm talking about not, not not money i'm saying building from the ground up like they were i don't know she's like 48 49 early 50s maybe and they got married when she was whatever to do the math long ass time ago and they've had they've grown children together so when you weld your life together like that and grow an empire together and get through it all and look, both of them look damn good while you do it. Like what grass could be possibly a prettier shade of green than where you are? You know? I don't think people look through that lens all the time. That's true. Especially in Hollywood. But I'm excited for all of the Bravo-ness. And Marshall, you better get excited because it's going to be on the TV. Smorgasbord number two topic. Fucking solicitors. Okay. I, what? 
I thought that this was like a thing that people didn't really do anymore. Now, to be fair, what would you call our area? Like it's not rural anymore because of the fact that there's so many things sprouting up, but it's, it's more small town in Walkersville, Maryland. Yeah, it's, we kind of like, well, that's why I like it. Same. It's, you get like the, you get the best of both worlds, I think. Well, let me like, just tell you when Marshall first, cause he used to live a couple, like, you know, how, how far is Newmarket from here? Like, like 10, 10, 15 minutes. 10, 15 minutes. And I was a little Miss City girl coming from Atlanta. And then I lived in Rockville. So the first time I drove out to see Marshall, I was like, where the fuck am I going? And what's funny is that people used to call it, I'm not going to say it because it's not a nice way to say something, but blank neck, you know, like whatever out here in, in Frederick. Like somebody told me once that at the sheets right by where we live, that like lot lizards used to hang out there. I'm like, what the fuck is a lot lizard? Do you know what that is? Apparently it's a hooker. I was like, oh, there was lot lizards. Oh, okay. But it's like, I see it as this like family town now that where we live. So it has that smaller town feel. So you'll see people smile at you and there's like a little, there's a dude that does like a little farmer's market right up the street that he literally puts on his Facebook every single week. Like, Hey, if you're hungry, take the food, you know, don't ever go hungry over a few dollars, pay back when you can. That shit doesn't happen uh, other way in, you know, Montgomery County and like, maybe it does. But what I'm saying is we do live in a town that there are some things that don't, that happen that don't normally in bigger cities or whatever. And I love that too. I really love our neighborhood. We live in a little oasis. People are kind here. People give a shit. So I guess Mr. Solicitor for his holistic or plant-based bug thing thought it would be cool to go wrap it on people's doors at like 1.30 in the afternoon. Side note, y'all, like with my new switch of like, you know, podcasting profession, the candle business, my workspace is when the baby goes down to nap. That's at noon. So at 1.30, I am deep into Candleland in the bottom of our basement. I've got, you know, marshmallow blaring on the speakers. But our house, like when you're downstairs, you can hear every damn thing. Like when Malin's tromping around, it sounds like a fucking hurricane. So this dude knocks on the door just, and I'm like, what the fuck? Look, I'm married to the police and it scared the fuck out of me. I was just like knocking on the door like a damn crazy person. And I waited like two minutes and then the ring goes off. You have somebody at the ring. I was like, he's still fucking standing there? Go away. So I go up and I open up the door and I must've had my RBF on because he's like, oh, hello. I'm like, yes. I wasn't rude like that. I was like, hello. And he's like, oh, well, I'm here for like the, I work with the blah, 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 blah. And he named a couple of the neighbors last names, which I'm like, I don't know that I would like that if you, if we worked with you, that you were going around telling people my last name. Cause what if I don't want you to fucking know? And he's just like, oh, well, we do. I'm like, sir, we already have like a bug service. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, you'd be, you know, crazy not to in this neighborhood, but you know, like, can I love to be your competition? I'm like, appreciate your spiel, bro. But no. And he left. That was fine. But then, like an hour and a half ago, fuck, another one comes around in his little, what's the scooter called? I don't know. It was like a little Segway. Well, I don't know. Segway, yeah. And I'm like, first of all, that doesn't seem, I guess it's, you know, exercise efficient for them if they're running around the heat all day. But since when did door-to-door salesmanship come back? Like, that was not a thing pre-COVID. So why is that a thing now? I mean, I I respect, like, the face-to-face thing. Sure, I do too. But- he like knocked on the door and then it was like another like minute and like bangs on it again. It won't go away. And then I, I go out there and I answer it and Malin's running and, you know, trying to go outside and stuff. And yeah. he's like saying, I'm like, not interested. Yeah. And he's like going on, he's like not interested. But the two times that they came by were like, obviously not most people are home at one, right? But at one where my kid's napping and then at two, it was like five o'clock. Yeah. So that's dinner time for a lot of people. But it's like, it's like, take the fucking hint. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if Malin wasn't there, I would have like given this kid like a little, little lesson. Kid, he know? was what? Like 22 probably? I don't know. I mean. I mean, that's what you do. I mean, listen, I do like that a younger person, a young professional can get the FaceTime with somebody and whatever, but I am not handing you my credit card off of a door to door thing. No, but like it's, it's not so much that. It's just take the fucking hint, dude. But it is for me though. Like don't knock. I don't like people knocking on my door. If I don't know you're coming over, I am not answering. And even then I'm going to like have you look at the ring before I even go to the damn door. Well, like to me, like that was just, that was just disrespectful. What do you mean? Like when I'm going into it and I'm telling you, Hey, we got it covered. Like, yeah, we're not interested. And like, you're just continuing to go. And then you see 
a toddler trying to like walk by me that part yeah. outside and you're still talking. Mm-hmm. It's like you have about three seconds <laughs> to get the fuck off my porch before something happens that you're probably not going to want happen. So <laughs> like it, it's like the home alone scene. Yep. Like, just start the countdown because oh <laughs> I'm, I'm about to move the sign from the garage to the front door. You know, you guys think that Marshall is this fair weather flower when you're like, oh, God, he can't handle poor Marshall. He's got such a handful with you. You don't know this one. OK, you guys don't know Officer Marshall when he's been yelling at recruits all day and comes home with that bass in his voice. Like, it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it's like, let's go. It's fine. Come on, come on. But that's why I had you open the door today, because I was just like, I don't fuck with this dude again. Because, I mean, I, I would have, like, if Mal wasn't there, I would have talked to him and been like, listen. And said, what? Like, oh, God. No, I've been like, listen, like, I, I appreciate you coming, like, face to face and stuff like that. But, like, let me give you, like, some some advice, okay? Mm. When someone's told you, like three times and when you've had like a coworker come to the house earlier and they've said no, mm-hmm. it's probably not a good idea to come back yes. because now you've just turned that person off completely to your company yeah. forever. Now and you've now, irritated me. And now it's going to be the reverse of word of mouth. They're going to tell right. all the other neighbors not to answer their door because this dude's fucking annoying. Yes. Because, that's what's going to happen. And that's the thing is like we live our little utopia that I love and I love our neighbors, but people be nosy around here. Like word of mouth here is the biggest thing ever. Like for everything from like nails to fences to work, which is great because then you get like that firsthand thing. And that's why I think the first, the first dude that you weren't there for, he was actually pretty nice. Like he walked away after I was like, that's my husband thing. Cause he was asking for the business that we use. And I think the business that we use, he lives in this neighborhood. So of course we're going to support that. But he was like, okay, gave me a thumbs up and left. I was like, all right, that was cool. Because again, even though like, I don't like answering the door when you're not home and it's me and Malin. I'm no fair weather flower. I was a single mom. Shit, I used to live across the street from a crackhead that would sing every single morning at 9 a.m. And he would sing till his heart's desire. It's just like, in this day and age, you never fucking know. And if I was a criminal, I would target the neighborhood that you don't think there's criminals in. I know, I've watched too many fucking crime documentaries and I'm a weirdo and yes, but I don't like answering the door. Cause when I answer the door and I don't know who it is, I literally think this is what it's like being married to a cop. I literally think in my head, a contingency plan of what would happen if he like pushed through the door or tried to grab me. Like I think in my head how I'd react, what I would do. Well, we need to get like the, the Alexa with like the screen so you can see. You know what's this. hilarious is that oh. you did not even react to that at all. Like you don't think that's weird that I do that in my head before I open the door. I mean, you give contingency plans. I mean, it's not like a lot of that stuff's not too far fetched. I mean, like when you think about like some of the events that have happened, like the real stuff, I mean, like, yeah. So even the last event I had at work, no, for, from like my, my company, okay. We had in, in Baltimore. Oh, oh, for, when for you had blue of, line strength training. For yes. One of Mal's, um, your fitness, hold on. Cause they don't know, babe, your yeah. fitness. Marshall had a, um, strength training company for a good couple of years and he had Mal that he's about to talk about is one of his best friends was his groomsmen and they did it all together and then like COVID and family and all that stuff it just wasn't a possibility to keep it going at that time yeah so he's now lieutenant out in uh, Baltimore County Um, but it was one of his co-workers years ago had actually um, she was killed in the line of duty and it oh. was it was in a very nice neighborhood. So yeah. they had stolen a car from Baltimore City, drove it into that neighborhood during the day. Oh wow! And were burglarizing those houses, and they ran her over. <gasps> so oh, this is Amy Amy yes. Caprio. Yeah. Okay. So this is so I like, didn't know that whole backstory. So it's not too far fetched that something like that could happen. So I mean, like I don't. I mean, I guess that's also the city girl in me, you know, like when I was living in Memphis, (laughs) when I first lived in Memphis and I moved there and I was doing middays, I'd been there for about a week and I heard the story of the girl before me that she got murdered. And I'm like, oh my God, like what she was in her apartment and she opened the door to some crazies. How they got in there, I don't know, because it was like, you know, gated and whatever. Somebody probably just accidentally let them in. And they were high on something, like something crazy, some sort of PCP or some shit. And they murdered her and they like tortured her for days. So, yeah, I keep those things in the back of my head. And and it's, I don't know, you just never know. And I just took that on a whole different tangent. We just went from Bravo and Scandival to like murder documentary in 3.2 seconds. But I warned y'all 
this was going to be a smorgasbord of things. Um, but I also wanted to say a couple of thank you, thank you, thank yous, because if you heard uh, the last podcast, I launched reallyreallypodcast.com. And it's been a feat to get this sucker up because, you know, full disclosure, I feel like I've had a lot of healing to do like mentally. I keep seeing a lot of these articles about like when you are the victim of like narcissistic abuse for years or your cortisol levels are just at an all time high, your brain and your processing and your decision making and your everything just goes to mush. You add to that the twoiest of twos toddler and then the eight year old almost and just a lot of things that I haven't had time to heal from. And I feel like I've been a little mushy in the noggin and setting up the website. Like I know what I want aesthetically. And I would like to think that I'm a pretty smart woman, you know, no, you. if I set my mind to something, I will figure it out. But the quicker way of figuring this out was to have Marshall do it. <laughs> so I wanted to say a thank you. Thank you. Thank you to you, babe, for setting up all the things that you did because the website part of it wasn't as difficult. But for those of you that become like subscribers, I didn't want to just give blanket stuff like, oh yeah, you're just going to get bonus speakers or, oh yeah, you're just going to get an email. I wanted to give you like the first dibs on merch. I wanted to send you guys coupons. I wanted to give you VIP access to events that I want to do. I have like specific, like, thank you, like goodies to send to subscribers. So there's all these other bells and whistles that you have to do. You have to set up the site itself aesthetically. That was fine. And you know, all of the welcome things and what you write up, I'm good at that. But then the site that does the subscribers is Glow FM. So Glow FM and other things in order to do all of this extras, because how you do one thing is how you do everything. I don't do anything by halves. You have to, I don't know, you have to go do what? Like you have to do like three different like don't give all the sites and whatever, but you have to go through how many different channels just to get this email set up. Yeah. I mean, cool. Cause that link has to go to the website housing. And then there's like another website that basically is like the middleman between those two. So they communicate. So if like it gets like a signal of like a new subscriber, it signals to your email to then send out this message, this message and, and whatever the else. mass message and it yeah and then the, and then there was like a payment one that you have to sign up for so it's a whole shebang right so that was a lot and i appreciate you doing that just because with marshall and i even though i'm a go-getter and i'm like fiercely independent and i would have figured it out it's just what more cortisol spikes was i gonna have to get there and I'm really trying hard to like protect my peace, to allow myself to feel what I need to feel and also to ask for help. Well, I mean, that's part of marriage and being a team and everything else, you know, I, well, you know, because I think through all that, I mean, creativity wise and just your work ethic, everything. I mean, it's kind of been unshaken in that, mm -hmm. you know, so. Thanks, beep. I mean, I'm trying, like, I feel like. I don't want to shut down and give up. And like, you know, you guys saw the whole candle debacle where like my nicest vintage candles we talked about. I talked about that in the last podcast fell. And, and another thank you, thank you, thank you to you listeners that you, especially you, Belle, that sent me the Japanese way of fixing them with like the glue and the gold. Because you saw one, babe, and they look bomb. So, you know what I say all the time, right? What? Things happen to you and not for you or for you and not to you or whatever? Yes. So, yes, but in that moment, there was no telling me that. No, I, I I know. But yes, so it was bad, but there was good that came from it. And that's a completely new technique and different things that, like that you could try for a bunch of other things that lead to... I ain't doing that knows. shit again. I got PTSD from that. <laughs> but I'm, it was... I, I'm not saying like we put something in the back of the car to roll out I and know. fucking break. I'm just saying like... It's good to know that have, if that does happen, because the the I'm going to name the collection because there's really only like four that I was able to salvage. Some of them just, I, I could see them, I cut my thumb. Like that David, that demon candle was the one that probably started all of it. Like I put all of my good intention to it and some fucking devil powder got in there because I cut myself on that one. The minute I cut my thumb trying to get like, trying to glue it back together, I was like, forget this one. You've been touched by something else and I'm not sending those intentions out there. Uh, and I'm going to sage the other ones too. But I think that I am 
discovering my limits. Like somebody asked in the last really Riley, like, or ask Riley, what was something that you learned through all like the trauma that you went through losing your job? Like, and you know, it was also for me that I'm not as easily trusting professionally. Cause I was always not easily, tr- I was, I've been easily trusting way too many times in my life, professionally and personally. And that was one of them. But the other one was, I need to know when I'm going to burn out and fizzle because I need to be able to give my boys and you the best of me too. And I haven't been able to do that. And, you know, you have your own career and you have your own aspirations, your own things in a right. That's what I always thought made us a power couple. But I mean, I did name the damn company after our name now house of w was after my married name so it is ours we ain't got no prenup either so you know what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine and what's mine is mine is mine is mine joking but it makes me kind of proud that you did that and you put it together because there's not a lot of things i will let anyone help me with like even some of the og listener fam are like let us help you and i'm like i got it it's fine well it, it's not been fine lately, you know, and I don't want to wallow in that. I do want to move forward. And I honestly thank you for reminding me of practicing what I preach that we got this. And cause I was done when I saw that shit on the floor, I was like, what is God in the universe trying to fucking tell me right now? Cause who would have thought like it wasn't sliding when I left it. It was just, it literally felt like some evil spirit was like pulling those candles out of there. And it's not something that makes me prideful that I feel like less sharp in the way of figuring things out. Cause I mean, you've seen it, babe. Like when, when I have to sit down and do something and something like some email won't work or some link won't work, I literally just break down now. Well, it's, I think it's at that moment, the, accumulation of like all the stress and everything like that from everything i think it like yeah attaches to whatever that is yeah but i think that's a good lesson too and then like asking for help and then knowing what you need you know because it gets to a point where you know that's why you have certain people do certain things and expanding and and everything else you know it's fair to say that you and i both haven't really had that you know, like I've had that in certain other situations. Like, yes, I, I have this listener fan, this We Got This Army, and I love you guys dearly, but I've never needed you guys as much as I need you now, you know? And I am, when we first got together, you and I, it was like, I don't need you. I want you. But now <laughs> we have a child, two of, you know, two children. We have a home, we have a life. And there's some sort of symbolism there that, there's certain things that I that can't do without you. I could, but I don't want to, you know? And I think that it's really neat to have this thing grow to something that will hopefully help support our family and that will give us a breath or two, you know, because we always keep our heads high and keep it moving, but there's a difference between keeping it moving and being happy. Well, like, I, I, I think that, if it wasn't hard, you you would never be happy. Me? That's true. I mean, I me in general, is that what you're saying? Well, like us in general, but yeah, you. Because, <laughs> I mean, like. Did this, I take the road less traveled always? That's That's the road that leads to the most everything in terms of fulfillment and all these things. You know, like when you were talking about like whatever, whatever Bravo person. And like, they have all this stuff and you know, whatever, but like you look at it, why do some of the people that like to everybody else, like the general public, everyone look at and be like, how could that person commit suicide? Or like, how could this happen? Or how could that happen? They have everything, you know, they have all the money, they have all the fame, they have all this because that doesn't equal fulfillment. That doesn't make you happy. Yeah. So like it's the work and the grind and all the things that then make you feel it builds your confidence. It builds momentum. It builds all the things that then ultimately make you fulfilled. No, that's so true. If you bypass those things or you short route them or you do whatever, then you don't ever feel fulfilled. So it doesn't matter how much shit you have. Like what, what we have now 
is more than I had five years ago. Five years ago is like way more than I had, you know, five years prior to that. Well, but we did this together. No, I I know that and kind of the same thing, but it's like at each stage, like that becomes your new normal. So you don't really view it as like what someone might view as like, oh my God, like. No, I mean, I remember even my own mother used to tell me years and years and years ago, like when I was single and I was just. Ugh, this was literally, I can remember this conversation like right before I started manifesting and I was so down. I was drinking too damn much and I was just, I had lyric and I was trying to be whole for him. But I remember saying to her, I'm miserable. I am not happy. I love my son, but you as a mom, like you do need more than that to be able to fill their cup and all that stuff. And I remember saying, and she's like, how could you be miserable? Like you because I was not financially secure at that point. I was dealing with a lot of debt and a lot of all the things. And she's like, but you have this amazing radio career. And as much as y'all know, I love radio. I've always said this radio doesn't love you back. And I think the cool part about it is now, once I get off of the ground, when my candles are broken and I feel just as broken as them, is that the connection part of it, the creativity part of it, you know, the, giving back part of it, the stuff that really did morph into what I loved about it. Cause yeah, Jingle Ball was great. The outfits were great, but that shit's long. And a lot of celebrities are assholes. A lot of the glitz and shit that you see behind the scenes ain't it. Or at least it wasn't for me. That's very fleeting. It's cool. I do, I do miss the stage of Jingle Ball. That was fun. But that's again with the connection. Cause I would hear y'all roar or I would look down and see some of you guys in the front row and I would give you that little heart sign with my hands. And that was cool. But all the rest of it, if I had lost my job without you and without the boys, I, I don't even really want to think about that day. That would have been an entirely different road. So we just went off on a tangent, but I think it's really, really cool that as much as you were annoyed with me putting this together, that we that's ours. You know, I never wanted to share that part with you you know like that's a weird thing to admit but I was so proud of having that 18 17 years prior to you that it was mine and and yes like my mentor Kane did a lot for me in the way of guiding me and you know his name carried a lot of weight in the industry but other than that it was all me it was all me like you said it was the grind it was never fucking giving up it was leaving behind love's It was leaving behind friends, cities that I loved, moving every two years, never having a connection to anything because I was moving all the time. It was like my badge of honor, that grind of it all. So I guess you're right when you say, if it was too easy, I'd be bored. But I'd like a little bit more wiggle room for calmness, please, maybe. I mean, there's also like the financial stability of it because when you have kids, you can't, you know. <sighs> well, I mean, that's... What you think about, you bring about Riley. Money flows to me and through me easily. I'm a future millionaire. Yes? I mean, that's that's the grind of an entrepreneur. You know, that's why, like, I don't know, like the... Am I that, though? Yeah. I mean, that's what it is with businesses and expanding and kind of like all of it. I mean... When, think the stats around like only like six percent of the population does it and like only like one percent of that is successful and oh my god that's crazy you just said that because i literally was talking to my mom today about when i first got into radio broadcasters training network i'm not even sure this program was legal but i mean it was i didn't you know it was allowed then i don't know if it's allowed now i'm sure what the fcc would say about that but the dude on the phone when my mom was doubting it all and saying Oh, what's, you know, cause it was like five grand and then they like hook you up with somebody to do like a mentorship. So it was like the backwards way of getting an internship and I'm sure the DJs got paid, but they, she was like, well, what's the percentage that she'll make any money? And like what first he said, you get, you'll get, she'll get out of it what she put into it. <laughs> and apparently that shit stuck. Cause I'm the kid that's just, fuck you. You, 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 I don't, I can't do it. Motherfucker. Watch me. That's always been me. My first word was no. But they said, 
well, okay, well, who makes it like with, you know, makes a lot of money and, you know, goes to the top or goes close to it, you know, because DC's market seven, the best being number one. So they're pretty fucking close. Close. I think the closest I'd ever want to get because you go any higher and the trauma that fucking probably lurks around that, like, ooh. but they said it was like, like 3% of people get there. That sits with me. Like nobody can take that from me ever. Oh. No matter what was taken from me, they can't take that. And I didn't suck any dick to get there, side note. So, well, I didn't. Not like other people. Anyway, but a tangent too. I guess I'm just trying to give you guys like the inside track, like I always do, of what this grind is and what I'm still trying to create. Because if I can't create it, then I can't connect with you guys anymore. What the hell am I going to go do? We get a nine to five? No. I mean... No, I can't get it. I, I, nothing wrong with a nine to five. I just feel like I need more. Like I need, to, yeah, you're right. I need the path less traveled always. But I mean, I, I think that's something too, you know, it, I think you taking this path, like you don't realize how you inspire other people then and it doesn't have to be like them, like starting their own business or whatever. It could be, you know, fitness or them doing something different in their job for promotion or whatever, but basically just taking the path less traveled because that's ultimately going to pay it off. There's a reason no one's fucking on it. Hmm. It's hard, but ultimately all the people that you see that seemingly have like everything that you want, that's the road they fucking took. So it's like you either go down it or don't, but don't fucking bitch if you didn't go down it. You know, it's crazy to me. When you say that, like when you see, and I know you're like talking to me, you're just talking in general, it just popped in my head, that when you see the things that people have that you want, right? I can't think of one right now. Bear with me. I used to be a very glass half full person. When one of my friends got engaged, I was happy for them, but secretly bitter inside, right? Like when, you know, I wouldn't get a job way back in the day, I, you know, I wasn't always the girl that's like, okay, if I'm not the girl for the job, then fine. Like I need to work harder. Like if I saw some things and I, I didn't think it was fair that that person, whatever. And I'm so far from that now. I'm proud of that part that I'm still not there anymore. You know, I still don't look at like, okay, if it's not for me, then there's a reason. But I don't look at other things and want more than what I have right now. Somebody asked in the last podcast, like, what would you do with like a billion dollar lottery? I was like, I improvements on our current home, you know, like, college funds. Like I wouldn't want to go anywhere. Like I literally did achieve the life of my dreams. I need to remind myself that that was you. That was the boys. That was our house. That was our dream wedding. And it was growing this together. So maybe this next venture was the universe cooking some shit up because remember how I said before, I never wanted to share any of that with you. How the fuck do we have this team? How the fuck do we have this? We got this family. If it's not everybody all encompassing. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's, that's very powerful in itself. And, you know, to, I mean, I think the biggest thing that is overlooked with a lot of people is like good leaders, like true leaders, not like bosses, managers, which is like probably like 95% of what's out there. Mm -hmm. They create other leaders. So, you know, it's, the mindset of like, I'm not going to help you get better because if you get better, you're going to take my position or whatever else. Mm -hmm. But the other side of the coin is you need them to get better. So that way you can level up. Yeah. I mean, a lot so. of people think that whole way of like, I need to keep you under my thumb. If you, I see you rising, I'm going to figure out a way to cap you off at the knees so that I can step on you to get higher. Like most of those people there are those, there's those people in every industry everywhere. And most of them have really bad fashion choices, like cowboy hats and, and, and you know, uh, cowboy hat emojis and all that stuff. They wear black all the time. It, it just, you know, there's those people that are there. And in that regard, I'm really grateful that this is the journey I'm on now because there is no one stopping me, but me, but it's not just me anymore. It's us. So I think that makes it even more important I love that Lyric all the time is like watching me do what I do and he thinks it's amazing. 
I love that the boys are going to learn that. And I love that I am also learning to appreciate more, even more than I did before. You know, when you guys send me little presents to lift me up, it's not about the present. This whole podcasting room, our whole house is just full of things that you've sent because it just, it reminds me. Like, I just was looking for some printer paper in the office and I found a birthday card from when we had that birthday unboxing last year and I was just like, oh shit. You know, so the gratitude needs to be above like the the groveling on the floor when the candles break um, because it will always get better. And everybody seems pretty excited about the site and becoming subscribers. I think some people are trepidatious about it because I never wanted to have people pay for any kind of content from me. That's not what I wanted. But let's face it, if I'm going to spend so much time and effort doing this, I got to figure out a way to make money about it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a value exchange and it's like, you know, everyone's still getting a lot of value. It's like, you just, I have, hope so. you just have the opportunity to get more, you know? Well, and, yeah. And some stuff, you know? So. Side note, speaking of that, I have been cooking up some really good goodies for subscribers. Now, I don't like withholding certain things from everybody, but... That's why the We Got This Fam is the We Got This Fam. Because it's like the 300 rule, you know, like the army or whatever. But back to the goodies. Don't say what they are. Because if you're a subscriber, you're going to get coupons and discounts for this exclusive merch. And once it's gone, it's gone. Like I'm not going to redo these. Because I do every single damn thing by hand. And I've got the burns and the cuts to prove it. So once that collection is gone, it's gone. Um, I'm going to, you know, do drops throughout the year. Um, but of the newest drop that I've been working on in like the last three or four days, do you have a favorite? Oh, that's good that he can't pick know. one. That's I good mean, that he can't pick one. The last one that you showed me on. on the bag? Yeah. Well, you, you didn't say. You, I was, you know what? I'm just going to, because I didn't want you to describe it or whatever. So I put up a blog this week that I was asking you guys, like, what do you think about this? Because I really do. If you're going to purchase something, I don't ever want to make anything that I wouldn't buy. I wouldn't put in my house, that it's good quality, that it's just that I put all my good intentions into it. And I wanted to know, like, always, it's like the same thing of Ask Riley, but with the merch, what do you want to see more of? Do you want to see more gym stuff? Do you want to see more bags? Do you want to see more da 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 da? And then one of our We Got This fam was like, absolutely bags. So I created this really cool bag that was actually inspired by the Riley Red. Because so many of you guys are sitting here saying, can you go back to the Riley Red? I ain't gonna do that yet because my hair is finally growing and it's healthier. But this bag, I really like this bag. You do? Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's dope. Not because you're my husband. No, like it, it's it's dope. Like I feel like you couldn't get that anywhere else. No. That's my main goal whenever I put merch out, right? Because there's ways to do just cheap merch that you can just go to a distributor and it's probably a lot less expensive than what I'm doing now. But I don't want that. Like I want it to be one of a kind things. Couture actually means like a one of a kind piece of fashion. And that's what I want this to be. It's been my dream for a really long time to have we got this merch. Like how long have I been talking about that? Years. Like four, five. Like, but it was always a, a, a never, never land thing. And- but, now it's coming to fruition. But you see all the things that had to happen to get here. Yeah. So I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I love you. I have no doubt. I will. I will always keep kicking. I am a damn cockroach. I will be alive after the apocalypse of all of that. And there is a lot of pride in that whole thing of like, motherfucker, you cannot get rid of me. I'm going to set the standard. Whether you tried to get me out of whatever, I'm not. And I see you still imitating. I see you. But I always want to be the one that's like the cutting edge. I always want to be the one that is thinking of new ideas and doing new things. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to do it alone always. I'd love to be back into radio and have a team and be able to be in a cohesive environment where everybody has room to grow. But for right now, it's solo dolo with my family. But I'm really proud that the website part of it had you in there. You know, like the, the whole, you getting me that cricket for Christmas just took it all to a next level. And I remember when you first got that from me, I was like, thank you. But now I got to figure it out. Now I got to learn something. And now you can't pull me off of that thing because I'm just always creating. And I love that. Whenever I see like a vintage dish, I'm like, oh, wait, what could I do with that? Or I will see some trend go and I'm like, okay, that's cool. But how can I take that trend and make it Riley? Mm-hmm. 
And that's what I want the subscription to be about. I want that for the We Got This fam. I don't want it to be where it's just like, oh, okay, you get a bonus feature. You get, you know, like it's just regurgitated shit that you're buying. I don't want that. I want something exclusive. I want something that makes you feel special. And I want shit inspired by you. That's why I really liked this bag that somebody had said, like a couple of people said, go back to the Riley Red. And then it's not red, by the way. It's got red in it. But because I don't even have a red bag. That's no. not fair. I wouldn't carry a red bag. But I like this one. Mm-hmm. It's dope. It's got like a, you'll see why. But um, if you guys want to sign up, I would really appreciate it. Like just know that if you do support in any way, any you know, I'm not saying even just subscribers, all of the comments, all of the things that you've done for me, with me, you've been in my corner, it all means the world. And if you spend a dollar on me, like that really does mean a damn lot to me, to Marshall, to Malin, to Lyric. It really does. It keeps everything going and my dream alive. So I really do mean that. Um, but if you guys want to become subscribers, you can go to reallyreallypodcast.com. And that's so weird to say that. Like you could say that now. Yay. Um, but there is a link um, when you scroll down, like there's a picture. We tried to put a widget up. You can click on that widget because it's like me, like with the we got this sign behind us and it looks like you can sign up there, but apparently the websites don't like each other. So there's a link above it and it says click here to support the Riley, the really Riley podcast and become a we got this army. So I've told you guys a little bit about the goodies that you're going to get, but I actually just secured two more pop-ups that I'm really excited for. Maybe I'll bring some of the merch out there to these. I want to do exclusive things in every single thing that I do. Every single event that I want to do, I have. I want to have an exclusive piece of We Got This Merch. Are we calling it Really Rally Merch or We Got This Merch? I, I think We Got This Merch. Yeah. But know. if you sign up, you're going to get all kinds of goodies from me. You're going to get, I'm working on the welcome packages. Mm. That was a cool idea, wasn't it? Yeah. Like there's another, I, I hate keeping secrets. I'm so bad about it. Like in our family, it's always, I know something you don't know. Whenever we have a present, I know something you don't know. Like I'm excited because every time you guys ask me to do something, somebody asked me yesterday, like, oh, can you do this? Cause I would really use that. And I was like, I don't have a machine for the fuck. How would I do? How would I, mm. So what did I do? Like for me, if I don't, if I can't crawl out of a window, I will find a mouse trap. I will, you know, a mouse door. I will find, you know, some way somehow to do it and I, I always find a lot of pride in that and that I love that every single thing that you buy from me or get from me is from me and me only you cannot get it anywhere else that's pretty cool people can imitate also I wanted to get your thought about this before I end this here podcast really rally.com really rally podcast.com by the way for subscriptions um what do you I know what you think but I want the listeners to hear it mm-hmm. What do you think when people ask me, when they look at my stuff, the stuff that I create, the stuff that I vet the vessels for, every single thing, the researching, the learning, the technique, all of that, what is it that you think when people ask me, well, where did you get this? Because most of the time it's people that have their own small business and they want the same thing. Well, they want the shortcut, you know? So to be fair, I mean, I learned a lot of stuff like researching YouTube and I had makers telling me like oh here's where I got mine but I before you answer I think here's a difference between me and other makers I am literally depending on every single sale and every single thing to support my family right now I'm not a Kardashian I'm not make see I'm not in the space where I can afford to give away secrets because I have all of the money to like you know because I'll be selling a millions more because I have all these followers I have my we got this fam but I'm trying to support a family with this venture so that's why I always end up giving up my secrets, but I don't know how I feel about people asking for them right now. So this answer might surprise you a little bit. Okay. So it's kind of twofold. You know, yeah, everyone wants a shortcut. And typically people that if their intentions are like, hey, I'm curious, you know, that's one thing, or hey, I want the shortcut so I can do this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Typically, those people aren't putting the work in all the other areas, so they're not going to fucking succeed anyway. But it's not like I don't want people to succeed. No, but like, it's not It's not like you saying that. That's just what happens. Because if you're looking- Oh, you're saying the imitation if, isn't going to overtake what I'm If you're doing. looking okay. for like a shortcut here, that means that that's just one area that you've looked for a shortcut. Mm-hmm. So you're shortcutting fucking everything and you're not going to like, you're not going to win. That's just how it is. So- I think that's the other side of it. But I do think that 
and asking. And this is probably one of like, in like my top three bodybuilders that like, I, really <laughs> I knew that like. was going to creep in there. Um, he's got like, I mean, he's a, he's very cerebral. I, I really do like him, but um, C-Bum or Chris Bumstead, his, one of his quotes is pressure is a privilege. Okay. Well, yeah. So true. Basically better busy than board. Yeah. Basically like being in a position where you have constant pressure, that's a privilege because that means that like you're constantly pushing forward to be great. And if you're not in that position, that sucks because that just kind of means that you're just stagnant and mediocre your entire life. Damn it, Marshall. I'm already a diamond. I don't want any more pressure, but, <laughs> but it'll probably never be that but way. Like, so in, in essence, it's like, I should they, be proud that people yeah, are I mean, on they, the coattails. Yeah, if they ask, they ask whatever, but it's like, it's also like, I know that pressure for you, you'll, it'll push you further along faster yeah. to grow, evolve, more creative into new things and constantly keep pushing what you're doing. So you just say, it, give them, give them the goodies. So, yeah. I mean, so like if in a way, like if you're not getting that pressure, it's not going to push you to move faster. Well, what do you say we do a happy? Cause I did. She asked me where I got my cups or whatever. And I gave her the link, you know, I gave her the way to get it. I don't like that, but there's certain things I'm not going to give up. Like a lot of times people will ask me like where I vet certain crystals from. And I, yeah, like if they're ones that like are general ones, I'll give it up. But there's some that I have to search for. Well, I mean, there's some that I've had to do research for. There's some that like I've had to become an LLC to get access to this website to go get them. I ain't going to give it up. That's mine. Is it not? Yeah, like a I mean, lot of people have been asking me to do a candle tutorial. I have been considering doing that for subscribers. However, I'm not going to give you the blend that I use to put it together because that's mine. Like I created and cured that over the last year and a half of doing this. So I'm not going to give that up. I'll show you the method I use. I think that, I think that's the happy medium, right? Like yeah. I learned that method off of other makers. So I have no problem sharing that and giving that quick answer. Because I understand the need and the want, and especially if you're a parent or if you're somebody starting over, that shortcut I don't mind. No, but I mean, when you're asking me to give up the secret sauce, no, I mean it's. The same. I'm not in. Uh, let me not use that. I word. mean, like I the know, secret. Yeah, like I know, I know supplements. Yeah, like, pretty well. So I mean, it's no different than like if, like, unless like you're in a tight circle and like your boys and you own two separate companies, like you're not giving away like your distributor you're not giving away the manufacturer you're not giving away right all these things to just anybody that asks like you'd be like you know or if you have you know x y and z product you're not telling them like the exact ratio of every single thing that's going in it you know what i mean they're gonna wait till it comes out they're gonna look at the label and they're gonna try to create whatever they do off it you know so that's kind of how it is for generally everybody so unless it's someone that you feel comfortable with sharing any of these things, you don't have to. It's just the pressure is there to constantly push forward. And But that's and, what's always hard on me is my, we got this fam. Like I'm a bleeding heart. As much of a tough ass as I am, I do really want to help and propel people forward. What's funny what you were talking about, like looking at the ingredients and looking at all the shit, like the reason that we're able to have all these affordable drugstore dupes is because the bigger and makeup and stuff is the bigger makeup companies only hold a TikTok. I learned this there only hold the rights to a formula or patent in that arena. I'm not sure if this is for everything for 20 years. Seems like a long time, but when you're a company like L'Oreal or Clinique or Chanel that's been around since time forgot, that's annoying to them. But you can't monopolize an idea or anything for that long. You know, like Coca-Cola has been around since time forgot too, but there's there's the right aids and there's the cola aids and the you know that it tastes the same. They're just generic. That's how generic comes around. But it's still not the OG. But yeah, but I'm not mean, calling anybody generic either. But no, it's but just for me right now in this space, it makes me unsettled. I guess to be giving away my secrets. If it's from Amazon and there's a link for it, cool here. But if it's something that I have vetted personally and I found a hidden gem, do I want to give that up right now? No. I mean, if, listen, if you're part of it, like maybe I should make that a series of things of where I vet things and where I find things, you know, like maybe it's also meaningful too, that like the, 
we got this fam and now the subscribers are like in this little family. So that is a personal amount of growth that I want to give. And I don't always love that. So like, if that, you, like, I don't, oh, if you pay me, I'll give you my secrets. No, I don't but, like that. No, but like if you compare this to like any other thing, right? So like, obviously like you vetting and finding these things and all this other kind of stuff that like, that's not like a degree or certification or anything like that, where it's like, that's like a doctorate or whatever. But like, if you're going to somebody that went to school for X, Y, and Z or went to whatever, right? Mm -hmm. To obtain that knowledge that they got from everything that they went through. Spent a damn lot of money to do it. You pay them a fee for that. Yeah. So if it's a lawyer, if it's a doctor, if it's a coach, if it's a trainer, if it's whatever, you're paying them for that knowledge and the things that they went through. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's no different than like if, you are a lawyer and someone's calling you asking, Hey, like, what do you think about this? Or, you know, whatever else. Right. It's like, if that's a close friend or family or whatever, it's like, yeah, you might give them the answer. And that's that. If not, they're getting a fucking bill. I mean, that's just what it is. So it's just always a very big brain switch because when I was working for the big company and I was making that six figure salary, which (laughs) we nowhere near that now. Um, it didn't matter to me because I ha- I knew where my kids were being fed from, right? I didn't have to worry. I w- Free knowledge for everybody. But now the exclusivity of the things that I'm working so hard for for right now, if I'm just giving that away, then especially in this area, because the bulk of my business and the people that are supporters are here. Well, but So I just, I have this conundrum that I feel like an asshole if I don't share it all. But no, I mean, and, and am I shooting myself in the foot? Because this lady was actually asking for her business. She was asking me for my idea design to duplicate it for her orders. Literally said that. And I was just like, um, I don't know if I like that. I'll give you the Amazon link. That's fine. No. Really? Yeah. I didn't give her like my design or whatever, but that's the thing too. You see people following you on Instagram and all of a sudden you're like, you were doing that before. And it looks very close to mine. I mean, like... There's so many people doing so many different things. I mean, yeah, like I'm not look, the four like the founding father of crystal intention candles or anything like that. But but it, it's like it's one of those things where it's like if you went and you're in your own, you created your own niche and you're doing your own thing and you're constantly pushing that and you know this is going to push you more. That that's what it is. You know, it's well, like necessity is the mother of invention, right? Like, and when you think you hear about these seminars and you like making a product or whatever all the successful products are things that people wanted or need that they couldn't find. And I pride myself in the terms of this new like merch and the candles and all that stuff, like in an idea that yes, there's a lot of crystal intention candle companies out there. I don't see a lot of them do it the way that I do it. Well, but that's another thing too, is like you have to be able to switch between hats. Yeah, that's hard. So I mean, between being like Riley, that's there for everybody. And then business lady. Well, yeah, because I mean, essentially, it's it's two that you're doing at the same time, and that's you know, yeah. I mean, doing one is like one business is very difficult. So doing There's two, two yeah. you know, so well. You have <laughs> and to, side you, note, if you look at any other the personalities in my same arena or whatever, they wouldn't give a fuck. They, you know, it'd be like, nope, and that's it. Yeah, leave so, you on red. No, and I mean, it's not it's not being like rude or disrespectful or anything else, but I mean. Like at the end of the day, like it is what it is, you know, like if, if you turn around and ask that person for that, would they give it to you? Mm, Probably not. So, I mean, I mean, I never like, it was never a tit for tat thing. Like the, okay. As much of a tough cookie cookie as I am shrewd with people, I guess it depends on the person nowadays, but it's harder for me. You know what I mean in terms of people that listen? I mean, it's not being disrespectful, but like you also would think that if someone is listening and has the respect for you, knowing that that is how you feel about it, and they would still do that. Well, this person may not. I haven't really ever said this before. No, but so, but I mean, I, I think that's the difference. It's like if, if, if they don't know and they, they do it, that's one thing. But I think if they know and they do it, it's like, that's a completely different it's thing. It's sort of like, I don't want to be the girl that has like this really cute dress and had like got it on a really good sale. And then your girlfriend says, Oh my God, that's so cute. I'd love that for like this party. Where'd you get it? And then I, you know, gatekeep. I didn't want to be that. However, that's not, I'm but not just not, going to a party. This is not, my business now. You're, 
you're like the boutique owner selling that. Yeah. So like it's 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 a different it's a different thing. It's not. It's like would you go into a boutique and be like, well, where do you you know what's your distributor? Where do you source these from? Like, would you walk up to? But then again, I have to realize that I position myself and I believe myself to be the person that people can treat as if they're their friend. But still, if your friend was a business owner, would you walk up and ask for their their you know their secrets? I wouldn't. No. So. We shall see how I feel about that going forward. But again, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for, I'm going to speak it into existence, subscribing and becoming a part of the We Got This fam. Marshall, thank you for being the best hubbin ever, even though you snore. Um, and putting that all together for me, like our blood, sweat, and tears really did go into this. So hopefully you guys can, you know, help and keep this podcast going because Lord knows I need your help more now than ever. So reallyreallypodcast.com. Check out all the new merch there, um, the blogs. There's only two there now, but I'm going to be updating those. I'm going to be sending out some. For, thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the current subscribers that already signed up. I'm going to have your welcome goodie out probably next week. Um, and side note, I just wanted to say this too. When you purchase merch on the website, it might take a little bit longer than Amazon or you know the three to four business days because I'm the one making it. And... It's, it's one of, a, you know what I mean? It's made for you. So it's not like a sheet of shit that I have. So it's coming. It's not going to take more than, you know, like seven days, but just know that there is that. But okay, reallyreallypodcast at gmail.com. Text line is 410-604-8895. Really Riley Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Riley Couture Instagram and TikTok. Huh. House of W by Riley on TikTok and Instagram. Marshall is... um. The Fit Marshmallow, like the artist, not the food on Instagram. And we haven't lawn care poppied in a while. Yeah. Nothing today? Nothing. Okay. Well, he's tired. So, but uh, the lawn care poppy on Instagram. You guys, I love you longest and I hope you have a great weekend and I'll talk to you on money. It's really Riley.